everyone. Welcome to Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey! Hey! And Queer State of Mind. Yes, we I are. I know we usually have our fancy intro, but you know, we live in New York City, so um, yeah. yeah. Um, our, time. Our time is not the of the essence to the train here. And you know, but, not like Essence Magazine and shout out to Susan Taylor. Um, oh, yes. Hey, Susan Taylor. Hey, how we you doing? Sponsors. Are you listening? Yeah. So... Ori will be joining us shortly. So, you know, at the meantime, you know, I'm over here in my... In, in, in your gym realness, what? Sure. No, I have to do laundry. No, you know what that is? That's your um, grinder pick gym tank top. Oh, yeah. You just <laughs> take, take it from the titty off on it so right. you can call it That workout picture? Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can have, you know them. have They use this a lot. <laughs> they do do that. But, you know, speaking of grinder, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. You know what I do not like is when people have pics on there of their torso and have the nerve to say, I will not speak to you without a face picture. I'm like, hey, girl, hey. um, Right. And are insistent. Right. Or my thing is, you know, I've come to realize something. Yeah. If their face pic is not up, they're usually ugly. Oh, there it is. I, you know, I've, I've seen this once many times on your various chat sites. Um, picture with their glasses or... My favorite, though, this is the shade. Okay. This is no shade, and this is not shaming anyone. Anyone. Or is not here to, to filter us, so we're probably going to get in trouble. <laughs> um, whenever you see a girl with a picture lying down, I'm just going to say. <laughs> that things, angle is a liar. Things shift to places <laughs> that the shit. I have done it mm-hmm. before, honey. I, I, it it I, makes I, you look very, very, um, how do I say? Um, svelte. Svelte. And fit. Oh. And none more. Shout out to the big girls, honey. You Watch know, out for the big girls. Do your girl. thing. But take your picture the way you take your picture. Right. I always say, show yourself. You know what I do? Like, you show the ugliest as you picture know, of yourself? I don't like, you know, I don't like, like, um, to put the best picture of myself online. Okay. So I put the best picture. Usually I put a picture that I think is the most hideous picture of myself. So once I put that picture up, and then, you know, they look at it, and if someone meets me, they go, oh, my God, you look so much better than your picture. Girl, you better give, you better give that Beyonce treatment or the Rihanna treatment. You better like, benefit from lower expectations. Well, that's what I try to do, honey. That's what I try to do. Well, anyway, I hope everything is great out there in the world is it? of the Internet radio. Well, you know, okay, another thing as we're talking about this, you know, yes. misleading pictures. Okay, so they've been getting on me for years, and I have stood by this mantra for years. If you're wearing your hat in the club or in your profile pictures, oh God, yeah, I do not trust you. She has to think about hats. I do not trust you. Look, I'm bald. Sadu's bald. We've made peace with this years ago. Well, wait Sadu's- a minute. People thought I had hair, bitch. <laughs> um, I am bald. I'm bald. He's yeah, right. He's absolutely I, right. You know, he had to sh- shave my head. It was a very traumatic experience. Oh, that's right. Because I thought, I thought I was out looking like a demarge for years. With one old bald spot in the back. Right. Honey, right. Doing it. Anyway, but, so we said to say that, look, okay, bald is sexy. You know, people let it go, you know, yeah. like Elsa. You know, let it go. Well, you know, the thing about it is I think that you always have things about hats. Mm-hmm. And we're from the Midwest. And when you're in the Midwest, oh God. Uh, we're from the Columbus, old Ohio, mi- the- as you know, we said it before. Now, everyone wants to be like this boy next door situation, this Abercrombie and Finch. Well, I don't think is it thing. like that anymore now in Ohio. Uh, I, yeah, I it been, still is. You know, it still I haven't is. been in that world in a while. Oopsie. It's very much like 
everyone wants to be a jock. So if you don't fit, do you're they? Boy next door. Because they're all claiming to be bears now in Ohio. I don't understand. No, because that was like a pushback to the jock thing. No, no, girls just like to eat and drive. No, no, the girls <laughs> that claim to be bears are the girls that used to be jocks. Oh. So we have a friend who had fucked around and got fat. Right. And, <laughs> and, and so now they're a bear. I like I have a a friend um t- speaking of that who, who has been from, from every a, who has been every, every gay type. type of gay type that is. He was a twink, he was a jock, he was a circuit boy, he was an he's otter. A, he's a glorified you know he, now he's uh, a muscle bear. Yeah, I'm not going to call his name on But air, we know who but, he is. But he uh he is the he was on the billboard for Scruff. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. like the the He's a poster he's yeah. a poster guy for Scruff. Let that sink One in. One of the best smiles you ever seen in your life, I must say. But anyway, going back to that in Ohio with the hats thing, people usually wore hats because it was like this jockish fear. Everyone was trying to capture this boy next door, uh, you know, Sam or Duke or whatever, you know, the name might be, John. You know. And so sometimes, and some people wore these hats backwards when they were, how do I put this, old. Okay, let me just put it that way. Or, old. you know, not even old, because they overdosed in their 20s, but they're not... Like, no, I'm actually talking 19. about the old girls. Oh, like, the one, oh, the one you see at the Eagle. <laughs> no, no, the old girls that you saw at the bar, the jock bar, who were like at least shout out, no ages in me. I'm not gonna call. I, I fuck this PC shit. The old girls who were over 45 with an Abercrombie and Finch tank top on and a backwards cap. Like girl, you like no. girl. Or the ones as you know, the, I call it the Dorian Gray um, internet profile picture. <laughs> Oh. Because you've gotten older, but yet they have stayed at 25 for the past 10 years. I hope girlfriend got a profile like that. Uh, she's 28 she... and mixed. <laughs> That's another topic. And she's about as dark as they do shirt right now, too. Mm. But oh, speaking of that, that whole profile situation, this is a good segue. So there was a friend of mine, uh, not friend, someone I knew, let's just say. Associate. That I met. Not acquaintance. Even that, someone, acquaintance. Acquaintance. All so right. we met... Um, well, my freshman year of college, and I started college in 1996, and I was 17 years old, and this person was claimed to be 22 at the time, 22, 23. Oh. Okay. So, time went by. I'm put on blast. Fuck it. The name was OSG Jock 27. So Don't you live here in New York? I don't know, but hopefully he's not listening. Sorry, girl. Um, so... Time went by. I turned 25. He was always to jock 27. I was, oh, no, whatever. So I was online like maybe. When you were home, weren't you? No, no, not this year. This was about maybe three years ago. Uh-huh. That would make me uh, three years ago. 34? Yeah, 34. Yeah. I was 34 years old. So I'm online, you know, looking around, looking at a couple of profiles, whatever. So I see the OSG Jock 27. I said, huh. I said, no, that's not her. Someone probably is using that. Because, you know, the tides have changed. Right. We don't have a... It's been 20 years since I started college. So it's been, you know, um, mm-hmm. a couple of generations have come through. I said, okay. I know. I know. I know. I just, that, that just hit me when that, I said it. Well, no. I was thinking about the Phil Soap opera that tried to be racially diverse in the early 90s. But go ahead. Oh, see. So anyway, I'm over there and I get this 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 this, this little message. This pop message, up. hi, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. Like, oh, I'm just looking to hang out and everything. He's like, what's your stats? Oh, my stats on my profile. Says, so what's your stats? So he person goes, I'm this, this, and this. Twenty seven. I said, okay, well, what did you send me a picture? So they send me that Dorian Gray picture. <laughs> 
I messaged her back. I said, girl, <laughs> do you know who this is? You don't, and I'm okay with this. However, That's fine. But, bitch, <laughs> I know who you're you doing are. the most. There is no one in hell. You can be 27, and I'm 34. And, bitch, I was 17 when I met you, and you claimed to be 23. Because even if you met up with Isabella Rossellini, you only get 10 years in a public life. <laughs> yeah, that was the death becomes her uh-huh. reference for you, those of you who don't know. Um, and you should know if you don't. But your heart. I was like, why? He said, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. Honey, you just need to go ahead. At least say you're 30-something. But I was like, bitch, your math is off. I don't understand how you can be in your motherfucking late 20s. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is the late 20s. 27 is the late 20s. Yeah, it is. Okay? And, you know, I'm over here in my mid-30s. No, ma'am. I'm not anymore. Well, you know, I realized something today as I was heading down here because I was trying to plan my birthday weekend. I realized I'm about to age off the roulette board. (laughs) Yes, you are. Yeah, I am. Because the roulette only goes up to 36. Oh, does it? Yeah. I'm like, ooh. I got one more good year to play my number. (laughs) Well, you shoot, honey. Oh, I do. The last time I was in Vegas, I was kicking ass and taking names from that roulette table. I know. You know, when Ori gets here, we're going to talk about events, so you're going to have to put up with us here. We're going to be flapping our gums about some shit that don't have nothing to do. Nothing to do with nothing. It's just us ranting. Because we haven't seen each other in a couple days, so we're just catching up. (laughs) What's new? Anything new happened? Oh, should I talk about my experience at the... At the club, trying to seduce the young man who ran off with my <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, you know, I'm getting older. Yes. And I realize that I don't have to be nice to people anymore. Like, I'm not. You were never nice to people to begin with. Well, now you don't have to be. Yeah. Got you. Because gotcha. my thing is, like, look, I'm not trying to fuck you. So I don't have to be nice to your ass. Um, my friends are. That's why they're being nice to you. So. Well, no, no, no. I'm just a naturally nice person. Let's get that right. Well, there was another girl involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Continue. Yeah. So, like, adorable young dark skin. Well, yeah, he was dark, dark features. He had dark features. Dark features. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say what he was because, you know, he's that person who likes to overpronunciate words. Don't do it. Just continue <laughs> the story. We're on air. We can't, we can't put people on blast. <laughs> Damn it, Ori, where are you? Because the it's, about to go, it's about to go and down. And we haven't even started drinking yet. That's the shade about yes. it. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, he comes over and his good girlfriend, and he had just turned 23. I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Who was so cute? I'm done. Like, you said 23, so I already just black out. Like, I am not going to talk about Taylor Swift with you. <laughs> so, Rude. So, you know. Now, that being said, my dear sister, unknowingly, unknowingly, you know, she did a good old divide and conquer. So, Gay Force, let me teach you a little secret really quickly before I continue this And story. if you haven't learned this by now, something's okay. wrong with you. When you go out... With people, and you see a young man or a gentleman that you like, and he's with his friends. Now, <clears throat> there are certain scenario. There's his scenario good, one. There, there is his good friend who will, in fact, um, move along, move aside for him to hit on you. Or you guys talk. So if I go out with Justin and a guy likes him or a guy likes me, you know, he will give me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can he will go or do his he, own or thing. Or say he will say we'll walk away. Scenario number Pull one. Pull an African yeah. card. African card doesn't right, work. Right. He realized he has to go. She just wanted to say that online. <laughs> on the air. Okay, that's scenario number one. Scenario two. Scenario number two. This is the one. This one. The less the, attractive friend. That's the one you got to worry about. Well, I was going to save that for last, but I will use that next. Uh, uh, less attractive friend. The girl, the not pretty girl. Now, this is a very dangerous scenario. This cannot be worked alone. 
you must bring a girlfriend with you because here's the thing. Preferably a girl who is more attractive yeah. than you are to make the um, ugly girl feel better. Well, not even that person, or, but... Or if you find another girlfriend who is slightly above her attractiveness level, mm-hmm. and either way, she'll take her for good. And by her, we mean him, not a yeah. woman. Just you know, uh-huh. breaking it down for you. Yeah. So anyway, this has to be worked where you have to talk to the friend. He's not going to do you because he's hitting on his friend, and he's probably in love with him. Now, or is jealous that the, the friend gets all friend the attention. that you bring, the ugly friend must be attracted to him. So therefore, you can have a distraction. Because right. if she's getting some, she, can she get won't be worried about her other right. friend. Because she would be just so happy to get some because it's happening. Or someone's, someone's giving her the time of day. Yes. So that's number two. Number three, which was the scenario we're in, <laughs> when there is a girl involved. A female friend. A female identified friend. friend. Yes. A female friend. And the guy. It takes two to work that. It's the most dangerous one because if you do not befriend said female, you will not be talking to this boy. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, she's the keeper of the gate there. She is the keeper of the gate. She will pull that woman card. I'm uncomfortable here. And yeah, you brought uh, me here. Like, uh, and I need to leave. And, or like, oh, it's time to go. And innately... Even though we're gay men, we do not bring women to the bar somewhere and leave them there to go off by themselves. Oh, we will. Well, leave. We will. Well, because... I will now because now I know, the, I know the secret. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, when you're young, you won't do that. Right. So, back to the story. So, the young ladies are beautiful, beautiful darling, young lady. Darling young girl. And just I started to talk to her, and Justin started to talk to the lady. So well, she you was, know, because I need something to do. And she, they had a lot in common. They were both light-skinned. That's, I don't know, and both seem kind of hateful, so, <laughs> I mean, I think that was working for them. So we talked and everything, and I talked to the guy, did some shots with the kid and everything, and you no, know, sat down, very sweet, wasn't expecting anything. But, you know, as poor 23-year-old honey, he got a little wasted. A lot, apparently. A lot wasted. So he was in the corner with someone, ah, I would deem, might or might not have been alive when Jesus was, you know, you know, alive. I'm just gonna say that now. No and shout out to Father, and I do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he he had waited for a craft. Yes, <laughs> he saw where that was going and swooped mm. in. Shout out to you, sir. Because shout you out to you, that. That old hope, school craft. I hope when I get to your age, I'll be able to do that. You right. know, you can learn from your elders. You re- you really can't have waited for that. It's all I couldn't block that because I don't have the knowledge of that craft yet. Right. <laughs> So we don't have that in our arsenal. So heaven forbid the day it comes. <laughs> you went over there and things was happening in that corner, Lord. I don't know. So I said, I'm gonna go home because I'm tired. And bless his heart, the young man walked up to me. He said, Oh my God, are you leaving because you're mad? I said, What what am I mad about? Girl, it's a school night. We have to work. Yeah, he said, like, Oh well, you know, I went over here. I said, Well, honey, look. I was just trying to be nice, and you know, if I knew that, you know, we could be our handsy in situation from the get go, I would have jumped straight there. But you know, I I frequent this bar, and I don't want to be seen as the hoe in this bar. Granted, I have been a hoe in that bar, but unseen. Right, and because Lord knows, I have gotten don't do it. my fair no okay. my fair <laughs> share of numbers and met a couple guys there. Yeah, but I refuse to date them. It's like uh uh-uh, uh, I come here too much. I can't have you fuck this up for me too. That's true because they're always there. They're always there. The thing about the bar we go to, that specific bar, they are always there. And that's a, it's a neighborhood bar, and it's yeah. going away soon. Shout out to XCS. Shout out to XCS. XCS Lounge on 24th and 7th in New York City. If uh, you're in New York, 
living, I mean, you're living, obviously. Yeah. But if you're not from New York and you're living, living somewhere you're else living, and you come to if visit. If you're a person of life. <laughs> if you're a person of life somewhere else and you come to visit in the next couple of weeks, go to XES and give them your support because they're yeah. a great bar. Great bar, great uh, people. So anyway, this young man I said um, good day to. And I was like, you know what? It was just, it was nice because it was nice to see that, you know, he was having a good time. But he honestly felt bad about it because, you know, I was like, but sweetie, see, you can't be messy. Right. But that's 23, you know, because, but I don't know if we're that messy when we're 23, though. Well, I was real high then. Oh, yes. Those were the days. <laughs> no, we weren't that messy. No, you know what? Because you know, there was a group of us always. Yeah, we were we were a different type of messy. Yeah. <laughs> that was 90s messy, which is different. No, it wasn't. That was in 2010. We had already squashed over. Well, I was messy. I'm going to speak from my standpoint. Right. I have four years left in the 90s to be messy. <laughs> We're here, though, because we were the opposite. I started out real messy. That's true. When, no, I, that's came, true. when I came that's to college, true. I was the messy one. Well, I was the prude, right? right. Yeah. And <laughs> I was the big old prude. But we all saw how that turned out. Mm-hmm. And here we are. I'm yep. a respectable one now. Well, no. <laughs> well, in comparison. <laughs> in comparison, I'm about to say that our word should never be used anywhere <laughs> near you. Respectable. Um, actually. You know. What else is going on? What else can we flap our gums? That's my story about my, my trip to the bar there. Um, what else can we flap um, our gums? Um, let's talk about this M train here. As you know, this is Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, my God. It's the Brooklyn. Um, oh, my God. Yes. You know, there's a reason why I didn't move to Brooklyn, A, because I'm priced out of it. B, <laughs> sure, she can't afford I, it. I can't afford it, so I'm in the Bronx. Because um, <laughs> I want to live by myself, and I'm glad I do. Um, being dependent on one train, like when you're looking for apartments. We don't have, we have two trains. We have the J train and the L train. We have three trains. But I know what you mean. Yeah, Carry I mean, in, in close proximity. Okay. I mean, yeah. sorry, lines. Thank Not you. trains, lines. Thank that's you. that's a. If anyone who lives in New York understands this, <laughs> yes, yes, you, on one train line. Yeah, living a, off of one, one train line, line. Yeah, that is. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's kind of scary. Yeah, because I know if one goes down, I can go to the other one. It's Ori. She's here, honey. Ooh, and her glasses. Oh, Ooh, I hope you're taping this show, girl. You might have to edit. You're gonna have to edit. You're gonna edit anything. We didn't say anything derogatory. Not yet. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hello. Hey. Hello, New York. Fresh off the bus, girls. Fresh off ooh, the bus. Oh, girl. Hot. Not the fog wall, honey. Yes. No, not that bus. <laughs> no, the B38, honey. Uh, the B38. I have to walk from the L train to get here. Yeah. Because the B38 decided it didn't want to show up. Um. Well, I was probably on that B38 that decided it didn't want to show up because it was delayed about round. waiting at the terminal for a while, you know. And then about what? Seven of them show up at the same time? Yeah. nerves and get an empty when you ask them why it's late? Girl, let me tell you. So. You know, we t- we continuously talk about MTA issues on this oh, show. Right? Let's finish, finish your, 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 yes, yeah, what, I'm what? curious. What y'all yes. talking about? Oh, the oh, MTA, girl. the M train. Ah, see. Yes. Yes. As you walked in, that's exactly what we were talking about. The, the M train. The, M train the impending doom. It's not going to certain stations in Queens for like a year. Like, for like a year. Oh, no. I feel so bad for them because it still stops at Central, so I will be at my house. Yeah. Sorry about it. That is hilarious. Sorry no. So let me tell you, like, I actually almost would have been here at noon 
but see, you know, I moved to Brooklyn recently, right? Yes, you did. So everything oh, yeah. I now have to reverse, like my whole like thought processes oh, yes. all have to go yeah. backwards. Mm-hmm. So I was on the B38, right? I had come from um, Bedford and whatever, and I got on the bus. And I was on the bus. I'm like, Lord Jesus, just let me get there on time. Let me get there on time. Looking at my little Google Maps, right? Um, So somehow I managed to, because, you know, I'm used to looking at the landmarkers. And one of the things that I'm used to looking for is the liquor store. Well, she went the opposite way, didn't you? I did go the opposite way. <laughs> In the downtown oh. Brooklyn, girl. So I didn't realize that I got to some street. I don't even know where I was. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Yep. Wilson, was, w- Wilson was back there. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Girl. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, girl. Yeah. Honey, <laughs> you should have saw me running, running down decab, girl. Just <laughs> running. Learn, learn what? Learn your purpose. I knew. I, I need. To, this was a lesson. This is a lesson in preparedness. Today was a lesson I in preparedness. Know, okay, the B forty six line because Michelle used to live up in Bed Stuy. Didn't she do it? I know the B forty seven line because I had uh, a piece of trade up the street that like Jay trade map. Boop boop. And, well, maybe I want to pick up drugs or something from over there. I don't know. Something. Yes, I said that on the B forty seven line. I know the B fifteen. No, 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 no. I know the B fifteen. Because I want to get some trains, and he won't show up. And I realized the B fifteen went across this way. I said, "Oh, oh it right. go by my house." Ain't that so me? now I know where this goes. <laughs> so that's how you learn your bus lines. Let me tell you. And I know the B thirty, um, B forty six goes to the uh, the Q thirty five to take you to Respeech. Learn your buses, son. Learn your buses. Learn down. your buses because when in when, the daytime, yeah, preferably. when the train try to give you too much, <laughs> you can get yourself together. Right. Get you. Yeah, we did, we what is Reese Beach? I've heard of that before. It's the Jacob Reese Beach. Yeah, it's the it's the gay uh, area, gay oh. um, uh, uh, people of color beach. Oh, it's very nice. Actually, it's funny because it's a lot of characters. Well, what is you get there? The straight people are on one end, and there's this whole area of no one. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's you know, and then the girls are over on this side by the building. And it's very nice. It's very, people put up tents. There's a Lane Bryan section. You know, if you're so free to go there. <laughs> it is, girl. Honey, they have like uh, 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 meats and they, they have, they take food. They have a tent, girl, with buffets and heater of their foods. Oh, oh I yeah. sound like I'm about all this. Oh, yeah. There's the, the older section. It's really, really cute. And it's like, you know, it's not um, like beach, quote unquote, beach bodies. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's not like you're not on Fire Island where everybody is snatch on the Pines Beach. Well, not everyone, but everyone thinks they're snatch. Ooh, see. But, but this is like regular gay, everyday gay folks who are, you know, very just, you know. Enjoying come. the time. Yeah. Yeah, and that I sounds good. And I went with my friend Reyna. And, oh, you can go to the, the Korean hot dog truck. Oh. You, I have a calamari hot dog. Ooh, that sounds good. It I'll be down with that. everything. And then I passed out from drinking too much liquor. Uh-uh. On the beach towel, and I got a tan. So I was looking at something <laughs> on the Queer Tea. It's possible. It's actually possible. Um, so there's this article that was on Queer Tea uh, the, a couple of days ago. and Is that how you pronounce it? I always pronounce it Queer Tea, like QWERTY. Like QWERTY? Like I don't know. We'll have to get I a pronunciation check. Girl. I don't know. Yeah, the gay mags. The gay mags. Anyway, but it's titled, On the DL, Straight Identifying Men Speak Candidly About Their Sexual Relationships with Other Men. And this goes in the category of like article really? that I could have written like five years ago. Scandalous. And just didn't. And I'm just like, one, like, oh, well, at least they're talking about it. And they're talking about the fact that like, yeah... So what? I like to hook up with dudes, but I'm still straight. And like, what does that mean? You know, I think it's really what interesting. What does that mean? 
What does well, it all mean? Well, I think mean? now we have, now that we've gotten, gotten to this thing of um, people being um, PC about everything, but men can now be sexually fluid like women always were. Right, right. So, and it's okay. You know, I always said that. I mean, I, had, I have a friend who I am absolutely, I was absolutely oh, in love with. Oh, he's hot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hot. Mm-hmm. Like black Brazilian. Mm, just Ooh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We met in college. I re- I, okay, let me tell a quick story since we've been telling stories this whole day. Um, he was in uh, an ROTC in college, and we met in choir. Very, 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 very sweet Glorious. guy. Glorious. Hot man. And he, like, I always thought he was adorable and cute. We hung out a few times. And I was in music class one day. And we were writing notes like we're 15 years old. And I wrote, how is your girlfriend doing still well? And then a note came, came back to me that said, I don't date girls anymore. Ha ha. Wink. So it was crazy. I said, oh, my God. So, you know, I mean, nothing ever happened between or anything like that. Sadly. Which, trust me. Sadly. Cause, you know, just, but we hung out a few times, went out. And he hung out with all of us, you know, often. But now he's married and he has a daughter and everything. He worked at a gay bar in a in a city for a year. He's like, I didn't hook up with any guys. I said, it's because you weren't gay. Like, <laughs> see, that, see how that works? Yeah, I said you weren't gay. I said you just. It was so much that you were curious. You were just fluid and you just you know yeah. you, you're not you weren't gay. So, but up to this day we still talk. Uh, you know, like. He is the sweetest guy. Lovely. Like, lovely. His lovely. daughter is beautiful. He has she couldn't a, help it. Has a beautiful wife. I mean, but like I said, he said, yeah, I never hooked up with guys when I was, like, in the city. And I just, I was like, you weren't ever gay. You were just sexually fluid. You, like, had your moments, whatever, experienced the gay world. And you're like, eh. You know, and, and, uh, that's why people, that's, that's why I think that we shouldn't be so quick to tell straight people they're gay. It's like, if maybe you just felt like some dick today. Right. You know? Well, I think for me, like anybody that's looked on any of the like apps, whether it's Grinder or whatever, Craigslist or whatever, there's always those dudes that, I mean, we have gay as an identity. We have gay as a life. I don't want to say lifestyle because that's not really, but as, as an identity, like a self-affirming identity. And then we have sucking dick and right. having sex with dudes. I mean, there is like, I mean, there's there's distinction. It, it but is, like but if that wasn't part, if Well, that no, wasn't the lifestyle is, no. I, I consider yeah, it to yeah. be a part of the gay identity, yeah, exactly. like all of those, you yeah. know, but yes. But it's part, it's part of the fantasy. If people, trust me, if those guys didn't know that was part of the fantasy, they wouldn't be acting that way. Right. Like, right. any guy will do whatever he can to get some pussy out of the way. Yeah. Pussy, boy pussy. Well, that is, they will. Wow. Right. <laughs> well, and here's I, the thing. I, it's, it's true. A guy will do what it takes. Here's my thought. It just, I wish it didn't have to be rooted in such self-loathing and seeming self-hatred. Like, it's okay. Well, that's partly brought on from society. Well, rigid masculinity, I absolutely. I don't think but, all of that is. No, no. That is to blame, but part of it. <laughs> part of it is. Part, that, of, part of it is the taboo effect of it. Part of mm-hmm. it is, ooh, we're doing something we shouldn't be doing. And part of it also. It's, yeah. all, it's the excitement of and, it. It's not. I uh, don't, part of it is it also us. Yeah. It's also the LGBT community, you know, like not letting those people have the identity they want. We have well, to we, we have to. Again. Yeah, you have to be here. You have, have to. to it's like right. bisexuals. We don't let people reside in bisexuality. Like it's, it's like it's, it's a yeah. waypoint between one way or the other. Honestly, you know, that's the most the most of the people that I've hooked up with in a sense. Now, most of them have been yeah. a lot of people um, have all been 
a lot of them have been bisexual people. Have they? Yeah. You remember, uh, what's his name? Was Are you bisexual? out of college or, oh. Yeah, in college. You know, I have a thing I always draw out the bisexual people for some reason. I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, draw them out, but they always, like, around me, they always they do. They do. Because you're a dude and, I and think you don't that's, want to admit it. And that's a, oh, I am kind of You a are a dude. I, I, I hate I that I hate to word. tell you that, but you are. I you're totally that word. I'm such a boy of some things. Yeah. You know, in that sense. But I think that I don't want people to call them gay. Like, to, oh, tonight I'm doing a show, ironically, at the Overshare Cabaret on 13th Street Cabaret. Italy? 930. Uh, and the part of the show I'm doing that I'm oversharing is when I went to uh, Esquilitas with you-know-who. Hold on. Quick sidebar. Um, Esquilitas no longer with us. Rest in peace, Esquilitas. Oh, a moment of former, silence. Former Esquilitas. And me and my friend, Nicole, who are doing the show, we both got hit on by that person. I don't going to say his name. You remember. A guy who was bisexual. Mm-hmm. So the whole show scene tonight is about me and a bisexual boy. Mm-hmm. And a girl. Okay. So I mean, just you know, bringing that in there. Three someone with someone his favorite movie in the college. <laughs> Girl. It actually was. But I, I'm Still curious to take movie. it back, you know, because I've had a lot, you know, I've, I dated girls in high school and, and through college. And I think I Sorry, one lady. of my... It, I'm so, you dated girls in high school? Yeah, he was a I dated girls. I had sex with girls. I'm very much in touch with all of my sexuality. I have no problems with the pussy. I just like the dick. Any other questions? Did they hear you speak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all. See, now now this just brings up a really fucking good point because you're just doing exactly what gay men do, which is vilify people that are different. You're that's the fucking problem. Like that's the problem. People can't talk about being fluid because you get that. So oh, that's you. what we're gotcha. trying to get rid of is that reaction to just the fact that I like have you ever had pussy? Have you ever been with a woman? Maybe you should explore it. Maybe you might find something you like. I mean, I had a cat once at the house that I kind of <laughs> like, but I touched it. Mm. Oh, good. He fried some it's fish. It's the first step. I fried some fish the other week. Cut see, it down, honey. See. All right. Let's change topics. <laughs> let's change topics. Let's talk oh, about politics. Um, we had just another Super Tuesday, and we've had some interesting things happen in both the Republican and the Democratic yes, race. Yes and it seems like if you talk to the big giant media outlets, like it's Trump and Hillary. They're going all the way to the nomination. Well, you know, okay, let's get on that because Les Moonves of uh-huh. CBS. Of CBS, yeah. Julie Chan's that, husband. Yeah, right. <laughs> the one who put that out there. He's like, um,. He's horrible for our country, but great. I forgot what the exact quote was, but pretty much the effect of horrible for the country, great for ratings. Yeah. And, and they did a piece on this saying that Trump has gotten, what, $30 million in free airtime. So much. He's been, he does not have to air ads yeah. because he keeps getting talked He's about. like three to one on the networks for coverage. And three it's not even. To one. It's yeah, like, it's he ridiculous. doesn't have. He doesn't run. He did run ads in Ohio. Like I saw him run an ad he in had Ohio. To. But then you have like just the block, like the first block of ABC, CBS, yeah. NBC. MSNBC. Yeah, it's going to be Trump. The block is always. Always Trump. Like, yeah. or what Trump did to other candidates or other how other candidates like, are reacting to seriously, Trump. Seriously, this, this is a thing that happened. <laughs> um, so do you see a possible President Trump? Yes. What do you think that means? A hot mess. Well, you know, I mean, like, this is the same country that elected a man because they felt they should have a beer with them. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's not In a way, that. I know this is going to sound horrible, if he does become president of the United States of America, he 
will probably be the worst one. I'll tell you why. Because he's playing to win. He's not playing. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. The problem. He has who playing. allegiances? He's no just, allegiances. He just, he just no. Wants to, he just wants to win. He's like a spoiled boy. He just wants to win. What happens when you win is there are other girls around the world that like to win. There are girls in North Korea that like to win. Mm-hmm. There are girls in Saudi Arabia that like to win. Right. So you can't be running your mouth. Your mouth, you can run here because you got freedom of speech here. Mm-hmm. They don't have freedom of speech. They're putting that little piece of uh, uh, white child in they jail sure, for, oh, they sure for 15 years. For taking oh, in, South, in North Korea. Uh, right. Well, yeah. That's, that's that. Hard labor. He going there. He cry. I'm like, oh, girl. girl. Why were you there to be Girl, mm-hmm. did you not read the laws of another country? Right. <laughs> and that's my, so. like, I don't understand. You know, I think that there's there's a political machine. And so the political machine doesn't let everything happen. Like, no matter who's in that seat, what, are you going back to, like, a Tammany Hall reference here? <laughs> no, not necessarily. But I think that, like, it, it it matters because it's it's the figurehead of our country and it's who represents us to the world. But does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? Because there are 535 other people that really do the lawmaking and all those things. Yeah, so no matter who, we could put Gumby in the office of the president and shit won't work. Like, we because could put... Because you have 100 people yeah. deciding they don't want to do shit. Yeah. Literally. I mean, so it's, I mean, we've already got, we have, you know, we have a candidate, a centrist candidate that's been, you know, put up for um, senatorial review for the Supreme Court. And they're already like, you know, Mitch McConnell and and Republicans are already saying, oh, well, we're just not going to. A brilliant craft that might backfire. Yeah. On Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So well, that's the craft. It's it's really in, because they 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 did that because everybody's like yeah. you could either put somebody that's way out there or centrist, or centrist. And they was just so they can say, look, we give we're giving this to you. Mm-hmm. But if we learn anything from the Affordable Care Act, they don't care if it's their idea. They will still sell it. Yeah, and make it so seem what? Like, yeah. yeah, and so, you know, for so two hundred ninety sixth time or whatever right. to repeal so, right. so, so the now, Affordable so Care Act you, might go now through. Now you're learning the lesson that. Oh, it doesn't matter. So let's put them up there anyway. Yeah, it doesn't work with them. Yeah, they're petulant children as an only child. I understand <laughs> how this game is played. Yes, trust me. It's a whole room of only children. Yeah. No, yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's why I'm like, okay, I know, I know where this is going next. It's quite easy to see that. It's it's, but you know what? I think that let's say Hillary gets the nomination. I mean, for me, I was thinking it would be smart to be like, hey, Burns, what's going on? You want to go ahead and do this with me? Let's just go ahead and get this person together. Don't, you know, just you know, be like, hey, let's do this together. Mm-hmm. I think he would make a, they would make a good combination. Because even though they're very different, a lot of good can come out of it. Because, number one, it will calm a lot of people down. Yeah. Um, because, you know, someone's there with the thoughts they want. Mm-hmm. And... You know, but like I said, with Trump, I don't. Just my problem with Trump is the fact that he says anything he can to. He kind of reminds me of a, just a foul mouth. What's the one that ran the last time? Uh, Mitt, Romney? Mitt Romney. Because mm-hmm. Mitt Romney to me was a fake. Mm-hmm. I, I well, he's a multimillionaire. He's not yeah, a billionaire. No, no, no. He is the he's an old school he's... country club Republican trying to run as a Tea Party and yeah. doesn't work. And people that's what right I meant. That. Well, who Mid- spent a lot of time as a moderate? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Mid- <laughs> Mid- <laughs> the governor of Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Mid- Rom- Mid- Romney was more like liberal than anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm like when he well, said, he's a rocket. He's a he's one of the old school. Well, the last of the Rockefeller Republicans. So like when he that's said something, when he said something, I'm like, you don't believe that at all, and everyone knows it, and everybody knows this. I can see it, like. You were probably like at the president's, you know, he probably knows how to talk in a good old jive tone. What's going on, you know? Old school like that. But Donald Trump is honestly just would just say anything. He's a businessman. People don't know that. A mm-hmm. businessman yeah. businessman would say anything 
to get what he's wanting. Donald, Trump, Trump, yeah. Donald Trump and also his businesses have never been long-term businesses. Right. He is a short-term game person. He was like, he's like the infomercial king. Yeah, like, you is. remember him in the infomercials, yeah. like, get rich quick type things? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, rich dad, he's rich dad, poor dad. That's I told someone the other day, like, the, well, I said, I don't think Donald Trump is, I, said, I don't think Donald Trump is racist. I said, you have to know a businessman. Donald Trump smells Business what's shit. in the air. And That's is, all it is. He's is not racist. If Donald boost. Trump could make a whole shitload of money from a bunch of collar people... That's what he would do. If you can make it doesn't matter. Trump fried chicken would show up. (laughs) Trust me, he don't hate he don't hate you any less than that white bitch over there. Mm -hmm. It's just who has the coin that he needs and how. Well, and it's like yeah, he loves you if you make the money. He doesn't if you don't. Like it's real, real. So he's gonna play to you because them uh, them hicks down there and some. You know what? I actually farmed today. One of my one one of the people, my friends on Facebook, like a huge Trump person, Mm -hmm. and I sat there for a second. I said, Oh, I should delete all these people. No, but I was like, No, it's interesting to hear what they have to say. No, you need to know. You need to know. I did. I said, Let me keep this on here. But I'm going to post a bunch of anti-Trump shit so it can come across her feed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just to see. But it's... I don't know, child. But I'm glad mm-hmm. Trump exists for one reason. He has exposed the Republican machine oh, for what it is. What, that's, he, oh, has, yeah. he has... That's what my boss said. Out, he has put them out like, oh, no. See, we've told you for years. And it's that's, that's, so that's, hilarious this to is, see. This is the shit y'all have been that's pandering boss, to. That's what my boss said. My boss is like, he's like, well... The one good thing about Donald Trump is he really exposed the Republican Party, Party for, for what being it is. racist and ignorant. Because mm-hmm. these are well, people, and not only that, but how they were willing to manipulate it, right? And that's really what it is. It's like they manipulated it, and then when the manipulation got too far out of control right. for them, then they're like, "Oh wait, hold on, hold up, wait a minute." I think he ex- this is too much. The Franken Trump, he ex- yes, exposed the Republicans. I don't think the Republican Party was crazy, crazy racist or anything. Let me tell you why. I think he exposed the people in there. Who were using that? But while doing that, he's using it himself. But since yes. he exposed to people, it looks like he's not doing it himself. Yeah. Well, he's, and because he everyone, wasn't, like I'm looking at this on mm-hmm. people, I'm well, like, here, well, let's not forget how he rose to power. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why Hillary won't pull this up at the debate because she was the first one. Let's not forget, Hillary was the one that questioned Barack Obama's legitimacy to begin with. Right mm-hmm. during the debates. Yeah, everybody did. But when she was one of the main ones, like, was mm-hmm. he born here? And then that's how Trump came to power in Republican politics. Well, because they were BFFs when Hillary was running for yeah. Senate. But right. then Trump said, oh, I'm going to use this whole birther thing. And that was his way into Republican mm-hmm. politics. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they started kissing the ring. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of and funny because if you think back to that whole birther thing, like that was kind of testing, you know— Long ago, yes. like yeah, what would happen? That's, that's the what they call it, exploratory committee. Yeah, yeah. Because we know, I mean, we know Bustard. He likes himself. Like uh-huh. he's a dude that likes himself, like many of us do. So why not? If you got the money and you got the, yeah, he did it. he's kind of yeah. bored. He's not on the Apprentice anymore. So like, why not? Why not? <laughs> I'd yeah. probably do it. But yeah, and that was. I think it's my amazing how this is exposed yeah. so much. Well, it's it's exposed so much on so many different levels. It's exposed what the gains of major media is. Yeah. Like we all knew this. Like I know that politics are driven by ad buys. Like anybody oh, yeah. that works in the media knows anybody that it's it's about that. what happens between the segments, not yeah. what happens in the segments. So, you know, we kind of have to contend with that when you're in major media. But just the, you know, driving to ratings for the sacrifice of 
true coverage or balanced coverage or discourse or discourse, <laughs> right. you know, they 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 silence people like Melissa Harris Perry to give people like Trump, you know, more airtime. So he can you can air his air his speech. Yeah, live. on a on a quote unquote liberal network yeah. that's supposed to be at least exploring, you know, and deconstructing if not really bringing different viewpoints right. and avenues to the conversation. Yeah, I still get so upset. As much as I love Joy Ann Reed, and I call her by her full name. Yeah. Who is great, who is one of my favorite people on MSNBC. You know, she's not, she's a she's a company girl. Yeah. She's not Melissa Harris-Perry. Right. And that was discourse. <laughs> that was over discussions. That was, you mm-hmm. know... Well, it's different when yeah. you have an academic come oh, in absolutely. because you approach it differently. Like yeah. when, you know, we program a segment, you know, in, you know, whatever medium, like you don't necessarily consider the academic viewpoints unless it's something that's highly academic. And I think she was willing to look at different people because, to tell their stories. she's a deconstructionist. Exactly. She's, you know, she understood base and superstructure yeah. better than anyone well, else. Well, she would be just that as likely to bring in some it PhD was. as some, like, you know, right. person that's activate, that's an activist in some random city around and the country. Over, and over relationship goals. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I want a man I can wake up to and have our bagels and coffee and watch Melissa Harris Perry. Right. Oh. I don't. Uh, I don't wake up on Sunday mornings for anything but Christ. Okay. Really? <laughs> How's that work for you? Really? Well, you know, he is, he is a founding member of Bedside Baptist. <laughs> Bedside Baptist. I, don't, I can't. I can't. That's actually really cute. You did that. <laughs> so what do you think about the, this is my big kind of thing that people are talking about, but they're really so caught up in the whole presidential thing that they're not really talking about it. So many of our Congress members are up for re-election or yeah. up for, their seats are open. Um, I think it's like 80% Hello? or more. Yeah, um, well, A, as we all know, the 435 members of Congress are elected, reelected every two years mm-hmm. per our Constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all, they've been so redistricted and yeah. gerrymandered mm-hmm. to reliably red states. And now all that's come back to haunt the Republican Party as well uh-huh. because the states are so red now, they have to run so far to the right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just right. to get anything done, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, you, you did this." Like, here's the thing: that's not going to change. The Repu- the house is still going to be crazy mm-hmm. because the districts are so fucking red. I am I mean, really it's, curious it's so to see. Interesting, like yeah. politics um, in America now, because I think that ninety percent of the country don't get are moderates. Ninety percent, in my opinion, you cannot be in America at this time and not be mostly more moderate as a person because just the way things are. So to see that people are still running on extremes... Well, they have to. Well, here's the thing. You're not running for a general population. You have to run to the people in your district. True. And the people in your... When your district used to be a lot more purple. Right. And now it's crimson and scarlet. Right. And just... Burgundy, different. There are so many like political colors now. Like right. it used to be red and blue, and uh-huh. then it was red, blue, and purple. purple. And now we're into like, I don't know, like scarlet, scarlet, and, and, and blood. Hey, Ox blood. blood, ox blood, ox blood. Right, now hold on, now I do love chartreuse. Blood. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm wondering yellow districts. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Are, what, what would be a yellow district? I don't know. I mean, do we have? A beige district. Beige district. Crew. They just don't vote for nothing. <laughs> right. You know, so, the independent districts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that here in New York, you still have time to register to vote. Yes. 
Um, I know that it's 25 days before the election, according to the website. You know, I got to pop on my Facebook about that. Yeah, and I think Facebook, which is kind of funny, yeah. hit, hit Mark Zuckerberg trying to tell people, like, hey. Bitch, y'all got bitch to go vote. Right, right. So you <laughs> still have time to register to vote here in New York City. Um, you can check out dmv.org slash New York. Yeah, so I have to You can go to the New York City website, license. call 311. I'll yeah. my driver's license because I'm in a different apartment now. Oh, yeah. I just renewed my license because it expired two weeks ago on my uh, birthday but I was in a, it's in an Ohio license so I was in Ohio so I still have my Ohio license I think I might be changing that over soon really oh I did mine a long time ago yeah but you've well, been because, here a long you know, time uh, well mother has some of her Ohio record oopsie she had to cover up some stuff so we gonna take a little bit of break I know these husbands been talking for a long time you're listening to Queer State of Mind right here on Radio Free Brooklyn you
Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Hey. Welcome hey. back. Welcome hey. back. Um, yes. I have something I forget. Um, we haven't put this up yet. Ooh. Has anyone watched the Arthur McDonald Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill on HBO yet? No. I mean, it's only a reason why she has her six Tony. Ooh, well, yes. our friend, um, um, Allison, who, no, no, no Johnny, Johnny, who is not a um, Arthur Dahl fan. Not, no, he's not the biggest fan, but he saw. He said one of the best things he's ever seen, and you know, the best thing about Audrey McDonald, I will say this much, is Audrey McDonald. What I love about her, her last two Tonys were her black, the girl, blackest black roles. Tonys. But that's not what I love about her. I love the fact that her first three Tonys were her white woman Tonys. <laughs> well, no, the no, first no. two were. No, ex- okay, so two. so explain to our listeners okay. and me who may not as know a, the difference. As a black artist, you do not want to get pigeonholed into something that you're just going to be playing because you're black. Mm-hmm. She wanted for roles that necessarily I never cast as black oh, hey, people. Um, so kind of that thing they say colorblind right, or no, whatever. She was one of the first to really... In the modern era, yes. bring it in because she was in Carousel. She brought which the is black ingenue, which mm-hmm. is the whitest show. Yeah, she brought the black ingenue. So she played a woman Julie, who sings. Julie. Um, she played the daughter in Carousel. The daughter that sings about Mr. Snow. Mr. The Snow. man, Mr. Snow. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> sings about Mr. Snow. One atonement for that. One atonement for a role in Masterclass. It was not a role for a black woman. So she won these Tonys for roles that are not made for black, black women. And she yeah. continued. And then when she decided to do best, she already had four times. I see what you're saying. So therefore... So it wasn't she, like, oh, they just... I get you. Now, her, I totally her, thing, now, her, her last four Tonys were black Tonys because she wanted for yeah. Ragtime, yeah. which she had to play the black woman, yeah. Raising the Sun, right. um, Porgy and Bess, yes. and then yes. Lady Day. But, but now... The fact that she won two Tonys as a black woman for two parts that were not black parts. Yeah, her first two. So now she can go back and she can play uh, motherfucking Dolly, uh, Dolly Levi. Dolly, uh, uh, Hello Dolly. And Hello Dolly. So she has mm-hmm. the whole thing. And she hasn't even hit her, her third chapter. She's not even her third, third chapter. act yet. She's her still third like, act her second act. The, old, yeah. the older lady black, the older lady role. Oh, yeah. So when she's like doing like the Sicily roles. Yeah, like, she's singing the, her second chapter yeah. right But she doesn't even sing anymore. She, she just, does, she just sit straight, on stage and just be no, eloquent and fabulous. No, she does straight plays. Yeah. She's in her second chapter for at least five, six more years. Yeah. Mm. That's what's beautiful about Audrey McDonald. Yeah. The fact that she knows that she's like, yes, ma'am. Well, I always liked her, but you didn't really know unless you were you were kind of in theater and Broadway musicals. You didn't really know a lot about her. Most people introduced her to her in private, private, practice. private practice. And I was a lot of yes. our black youth and youth of. I'm sorry, a lot of our youth of color. I'm not said black youth. I don't want to be so specific. A lot of our youth of color will look and see, hey, this person right here. Is who you should be aspiring to be, mm-hmm. like, but not exactly you know, her. You can do your own thing. Do your but, own thing, but, but you know. clearly, it's been done for you, right? The, the, the thing, way it's been paved. I've, right. I've already specified myself. When you do your job, and I always tell people, like yeah. part of the reason why I never sing porgy and best and all that stuff rarely is because I didn't go to school to learn how to sing porgy. I went to school to learn how to sing classical music. And sadly, and sadly, so, baritones are yeah. being taught how yeah. to sing. So there are people who are porgy being and crown specifically, and, like. Teaching them to do black that. parts, mm-hmm. limiting yeah. themselves. So, but Audra is fantastic. You know, we love her. I've loved Audra since the beginning. 
since in the very, very beginning. She is. I love you, girl. I know you live in Washington Heights, girl. I, bitch. She got a lot with hood in her, too. She like, is hood. You know. Don't be fooled. She up in Washington Heights? Yes. They're yeah. cool, girl. Oh, that's true. She be on the train, honey. Like, hey, girl, hey. hey. You can catch her on the A train sometimes, girl. She, hey, she, she'll up a conversation with you. I'm Audrey A. McDonald. Yeah. You know, you'd be surprised who you meet on the train. Yeah. You know? I just don't be paying attention. I need to pay more attention. You should, girl. You know, Jessica, you know what I took when I met Martha Hoover on the train from yeah. Desperate Housewives? Not Martha Hoover. Oh, God, what's her, it's her name, and I would know her name. Yeah, because she's been in a bunch of stuff. She was so sweet. I was like, you were in my touch. She said, oh, yeah, honey, we got the flapping our guns. <laughs> or, she, said, oh, or, she said, that was a good job. I thought I had it for a long time. Yeah. I said, I was going to say, oh, I'm on my way to do wicked. She was doing wicked. She said, yeah, yeah honey, I got, I got to get this cash. I mean, it was just so like, <laughs> That's no, so funny. Shalot. Like, she's just real, yeah. girl, just she on the way to her like, next work. She was just real about her shit. She's like, girl, yeah. I thought I had a part on TV. I was chilling. <laughs> because <laughs> you're, you're in a town of working actors. Not yeah. Stars. Right. Working, working actors. actors. Yeah, so that's a good point. You, talk to, you know what it is? When you talk to them, you don't talk to them, you talk to them as fans, but like, do you admire their work? Not that they're gods. Yeah. So you're like, I'm an actor also. And you yeah. just talk and you both having a conversation and they're very open it's with It's shop you. talk. Yes. It yeah. was very that. That's yeah. weird. So I didn't feel like I was about. like worshiping someone, yeah. you know? I just no, like, I totally you know, get my that. girlfriend. She, she was, she or was it's, funny. Or it's like when you ran to um, Elaine Page. Me, okay, Elaine. okay, Elaine Page is the grand dame of British, British musicals. musicals. British she musicals. was the original Evita in London. On oh. stage, she was not Julie Covington. Oops. She was the original Evita on she stage. She was fab. She was very funny. She was too martinis in, but she got her life. We snicker because she's British and loved the dollar store. When yes. I met Barbara Walters <gasps> on the street. Okay, so I was trying. I've been trying to track down Barbara Walters for like two years. So we have to. How did how did you meet Miss Barbara Wawa? She like, was crossing the street on Fifty Ninth. She was crossing the street on Fifty Ninth Street, and I walked up to her and helped her cross. She said, "Hey, Miss Walters, I'm a big fan of yours." You know, good to see you and everything, and just chatted with her a little bit. And my friend Rebecca, and I was about to go. But Barbara Walters had the disease that all old people have. She's a full out. will talk your ear off. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to leave. She's like, Oh, what's going on? Yeah, what that might Oh, does he have any money? Still wanting to gossip. I say, This old bitch won't let me go. She talked to me the whole block. I would I have had, threw no, no. out my whole schedule. I literally <laughs> had to say, Miss Walters, we have a show. She, oh, oh, go ahead, darling, go ahead. Like, no. I'm like, Damn it. No, girl, she was flapping. Girl, I, I like, would have thrown it all out. I'd have been like, bye. Girl. My friend Rebecca's house said, girl, this old bitch can talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but Leah T. Price, I loved it, though. Leah T. Price was the same way with you, too. Leah T. Price was the same way. Leah T. Price was hitting on me. I oh, left my house yes. just for you. Oh, shut <laughs> up. I was like, really? Mm-mm. But, I mean, but that's what I love about it is because... What do you think of these people, these legends? But I love the fact every time I met an old, older star to admire, they are like that old lady that won't shut the hell mm-hmm. up. You be trying to go to like, no, oh, no, baby, go have a nice. What, what you need? I'm like, mm, okay. I, I was going to go. Okay, I, I'm going to sit down. Yeah. That is <laughs> Miss Walters, when you meet her, honey, you'll get your life. But she will flash She's one of there's like five people that I done put up into the atmosphere that I want to meet this year. And hopefully they happen. We'll see. Miss Walsh is yes. a brilliant journalist because she asked that question. She has that stone cold side ass shady face. It's so and hard. She waits for the, she yeah. waits for the response because she, she like she did well because she has her notes and she's done uh-huh. her research. She, she knows. How you famous like, and you have no talent. Wait for it. Well, no, Sherry O'Terry is the one who broke that down. I was like, she asked three questions. So tell me, what do you like to do? Why do you do it? 
who told you you can do it? <laughs> and her voice goes up every question. To be fair, she, she was only ever checked once, and that's by another person who knows how to do it. Barbara Streisand. Mm. Like, Barbara's like, mm-hmm, that's what it said over there. Barbara's looking at her like, Barbara's like, do you want to do this? Bitch? Do you want this girl? Girl. Don't try you do it. know I'm from no. Brooklyn. No, don't do it, you know. Oh, <laughs> my. Gosh, uh, yeah, I, she she has a style that I just absolutely no, love. No, she's I brilliant. It's, it's, it's brilliant. She's been doing it for a while. She yeah. Is, she, yeah, she's the perfect. Mm-hmm. If you haven't learned how to do it by this point, I don't know what the fuck wrong with her. Right. I mean, that all the greats, Oprah got it from uh, Barbara and all these people, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing people should know. Just but now like, people are studying Oprah. Like, I would love to have the career that she has. See, I would like, study Barbara before I study Oprah. Because yeah. I, I always want to study the root. I want to study yeah. the root first. And Oprah is Oprah's. What Oprah but Oprah did, did what Barbara didn't do. No, yeah. Oprah brought. Not that she couldn't, she no, just no, didn't. Oprah brought a um, hu- not more a humanity hu- to humanity it. to yeah. it that Barbara doesn't have. Barbara's well, a well, journalist. Well, Barbara Barbara's a newswoman. Be, She's a newswoman. She had to be yeah. a hard journalist. Yeah. 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 Oprah wanted to be Phil Donahue. Yeah. Here's the difference. Yeah, right. and Oprah's not. She was never a really journalist. a journalist. In Ever. fact, she didn't really do well in those roles. Yeah. Like she's a conversationalist. She's a personable. Which is very and she's a great interviewer, an excellent interview. A journalist can get a straight answer. A conversation can get a real answer. Yeah. Oprah will get an answer, a real Well, answer. she'll take you in a direction, and just by the end, uh-huh. you're just like, I didn't know that I disclosed all this information. Yeah. Yes. I was oh, not going to do all this. She's right. real good for that. All right, y'all. Anything coming on this weekend? What's the tea? What's happening this oh, weekend? Girl. The Passion is coming on. Oh, the Passion. Tyler Perry's The Passion. Next, the passion. Next weekend? That's this weekend. This I know Sunday. Easter. Is Easter weekend? Is, is Easter weekend's weekend. next weekend. Oh, it's next weekend. Hold on. Oh, he did not put that out on Easter. He about to make all kinds of money. Oh. Like, all the money. I have friends who do not know anything about contemporary Christian. And this, they're like, are you going to watch that? I said, you know what? You're from New York. This is not going to give you life. <laughs> like the I way can't. it would. But it's going to give me life. And I'm going to say this before we go away. When uh, Katy Perry came out with that song, you sure did. Unconditionally. I said, this song sounds like a goddamn contemporary Christian song that some girl's going to play during some big mass. Yeah. Lo and behold, for the commercial of The Passion, uh-huh. the remake is Katy Perry's Unconditional. Well, because you know, Yo. like, they, those shows do big money. They do huge money in advertising revenue. They get huge numbers. But the whole thing is to turn all these pop songs into sacred songs. It is Sunday. It is oh, yeah. Sunday. It's well, Sunday, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh-huh. come over and watch it? No, girl, I'm going to be doing that play. Mm-mm. Oh, sorry. Well, I don't know if I'll be watching The Passion either, but make sure to check us out next week. It. We'll be back live right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you guys Thank for filling you. in for me while no I was on problem, the bus. No problem. Yes. Stay tuned for Follow Me coming up next. You're listening to Queer State of Mind. Have a great one. Woo-hoo. Queer State of Mind is produced by the Queer Minded Radio Network, a queer people of color focused radio community. Thank you for listening. Find out more about Queer Minded Radio Network, including our other shows, news, and more on our website at www.radioqueerminded.com.